Hi, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. I'm Simon. I'm Jamie. And I'm Phil. And this week we're doing our annual Absent Friends episode. Yes, we are indeed. A, um, and as it's the anniversary of Next Gen, Sasha Next Generation, it's got a large proportion of those people involved with it mentioned this this show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we've themed it ever so slightly, haven't we? Yeah, which is so next year will be said the DS9 25th anniversary of DS9. So, for absent friends, will good luck hunting, Jeremy. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. Be... that's gonna be me next year. So, I'll be picking out probably mainly DS9 uh, production and uh, cast as well mm-hmm. for 2018. But so. this year it's the 30th yeah. anniversary of <clears throat> Next Generation, so that's what most of these people are to do with in some way or another. Yeah, and as usual. There's a good proportion of people you won't have heard of. Um, we've got. There's a few men, gems that you found in fairness. Men, women, both sides of actors, production, mm. all represented as we usually try and do. It does make life more hard, a bit harder to do, but I think. It's more rewarding. It's, yeah. You know, particularly in. And, and just having a brief look, I mean, even our, our first one, just like the amount of stuff this guy's done. And oh you've my God. Now both had a bit say, of a yeah. taste for the amount of people that are on that list. Mm. Mm. You both kind of sit there and go, oh, that's just an awful lot of people. Mm. And most of them, people have never heard of. And that's yes. something I want you guys well, to know. Yeah, about. I mean, and this is the thing. This is this was one of. Um, when you come up with the idea, so yeah, that was one of your reasons. aims to, yeah. to bring forward all these people. It was been, but it's put a spotlight on them. Yeah, because they get they've done so much, and not just within Starship, but generally. And There's one I just lady get in here about. that is in numerous Star Trek episodes mm. as a stunt woman, mm. and you you notice her, but you don't know anything about yeah, her. Mm. And yeah. I think that that's going to add something. You'll go. Oh, I know that woman. Because I, th- I don't think you guys have it's, got pictures, but I think no. I've got pictures of mine. And you'll go, oh, yeah, I know that picture. I know it's, that. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of, you, you, you've seen them, but it's kind of acknowledging them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another reason why we do the Absent Friends. I mean, the, I mean, going into the first guy, Thomas E. Saunders, I, when I was reading through the list of films that he's been a production designer for, well, it's, it's amazing, really. Well, let's read the small description for Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Thomas E. Sanders, um, born 1953. This is an odd thing about him. There's not much about him. Mm-hmm. Um, died he's done 6th of July 2017, unfortunately. He's the one that always... The person that's um, passed away recently gets... We always do the first, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, was a production diner whose final work was uh, production design on Sutterick Beyond, which is why I chose him, because it came up on Sutterick.com. Yeah. And it was like, right, got to, he's got to get a mention. Yeah. But, but some yeah. of it, you just sit there and go, oh, the, I've seen that. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, that, this is the thing. He's done production work on um, Francis Ford Co- uh, Coppola's horror film Dracula, 1992. Yeah, no, it's 1992, yeah. Uh, Spielberg's war drama Saving Private Ryan, 98. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also been in Braveheart as well, 95. Yeah, he had two Academy Award winning nominations for set, Best Designer set. and Set, set um, uh, Decoration as well. And he's done a lot yeah and that's the thing and all these films including that includes Mission Impossible 2 uh, the year 2000 and actually one of my favourite films I don't know if you guys have ever seen Eagle Eye um, no. 2008 did either of you guys read the bio on his website no I don't think so no Thomas E. Sanders has been nominated for two Academy Awards and numerous other awards he's best known for his work on Spielberg Saving Private Ryan as you both have said born in 
San Pedro, California, Tom began his career as a furniture designer builder before being introduced to the oh. film industry via a job at the set construction company. Seizing, a, seizing opportunity, Tom opened his own opening set company a year later. He quickly sold the company to become Tony Scott's art director on Revenge, of the, Revenge and Days of Thunder. Mm. While working as a supervising art director on Steven Spielberg's Hook, Tom's work garnered the attention of Francis for Coppola. 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 Coppola, yeah. Who then hired him on Brian Stoker's Dracula. Tom was um, nominated for an Oscar later that year for his work on the film. Um, Because he's not just done Star Trek. He's also done other other, other sci-fi fantasy like After Earth in 2013. Mm -hmm. And in the most recent film was a fantasy horror Crimson Peak. Of 2015. Have you, this, have you seen it? No, I haven't. No, no. this will give you a bit of goosebumps. Tom's um, legendary filmmaking partner, such as Jamie, you say it again. Capella. That one. Sir Wilberg and Richard Donner and Mel Gibson have challenged him to constantly broaden his repertoire. He considers himself lucky to be able to achieve the creation of many diverse worlds, such as Braveheart, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apocalyptic. Uh, Apocalypto. Thank you. Mm, sorry. And the highly anticipated. Uh, 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 Gil- Gilma de Toro period horror thriller Crimson Peak. Um, and then it just says Tom is currently working with Justin Lin on Star Trek Beyond. So it's. I just found it really a bit eerie. Just kind of the fact I said the fact that he's 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 responsible for a lot of kind of the production design of a lot of our favourite childhood films and again even Hook as well yeah that's another kind of big but he died quite young though in fairness because he was 60 63 60 it was was nearly in his 70s in fairness but it's the fact that it said and you know thinking back to those films he did absolutely incredible work and said they're all very very well known and popular films 64 yeah just worked it out 64 Mm. and I think that's amazing and it's again it's it's kind of like it's just a sad loss that we've lost a talent like that mm. you know it's kind of it kind of reminds me of when we did James Horner the amount of stuff that he's done that, a lot of movies that we've seen in our childhood it's kind of a similar sort of thing a lot of movies we know and love it's, mm-hmm. it's someone you know it's been working it's been part of it and we said we never even knew no exactly because I think exactly. I think when you watch a film I think I mean the credits. You what never do you, appreciate them, and yeah, you just kind you, 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 of. It's just it's just a name in the blank screen. Yeah, isn't you, pay, it? yeah. you maybe pay attention like to producer, director, maybe. Or, the, or the music music director, or yeah, Hans Zimmer, or yeah. John Williams. Yeah, Would you but, guys say that the um, like Easter egg scene at the end of the credits actually distracts from the people that done it? Would you say? Well, you mean the amount of that are on there? Like the ones that like, if they put in a scene at the end of it. Possibly. Yeah. The credits. Do you think Possibly. that kind of distracts it? And yeah. Mm. I can, yes, yeah, that's really right. Which is a bit bad in a way, but mm. I suppose that they've wanted, they've done that film, so I suppose they're happy with that being in there. But yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that's kind of, the, and as you said, that's kind of their acknowledgement and their kind of moved for what they've done. And also, you know, the fact they said he won two Academy Award nominations as well, in, in you know, the best That's a big thing, you know, that is a big thing. Mm. Yeah. It's just incredible, I say, and it's just, what he, you know, what he did, and then say, you look at Star Trek Beyond and his work with that, and I think you look at the kind of the set the designs look of and that, everything else. And you just go, oh, did that absolutely amazing job. Just mm. lens flare. Well, that was 
J.J. Abrams, mm. isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, just an amazing person who who has done amazing things and this is the reason why we wanted to spotlight them at the end of the day so it's good it's good should we move on yeah uh, yeah michael pillar isn't it michael pillar so, yeah, so this is yeah this is one of the big names and yeah well you've probably got I, and then the most thing on. that because like, jamie's doing next year's one is kind of hinted at and it's kind of michael pillar's responsible for pretty much i can't really call it modern trek now because we've got new and newer trek now so you're, like, you're, you're yeah. beyond that uh, uh, you know what I mean and discovery, and discovery. Yeah. so you mean like so he's responsible for like next gen Deep Space Nine Voyager so is this uh, so it was kind of Jamie kind of possibly he could have gone for this next year mm. but I, well, think, I think I think you actually asked me do you mind if I use him and I was I like thought that's that was fine. fair because I, I yeah, thought he came on board on next gen so so I, I felt that was mm. Does someone want to read the brief description at the top? Uh, yeah, um, Richard Pillar. Um, Michael. Michael. Why did I say Richard? I'm going mad. <laughs> that doesn't even have an R next to it. Start um, again, Phil. Michael B. Pillar. Uh, he was born 30th of May 1985. Uh, 1948. 1948. I'm going to start again. Someone move on. Someone else read it. Okay. Uh, Michael <laughs> Michael B. Pillar, uh, was born, who was born on the 30th of May 1948, um, and unfortunately passed away the 1st of November 2005 aged 57 falling along an illness uh, died of a head and neck cancer oh that's really shame. sad yeah um, was a writer and executive producer of uh, Next Generation and co-creator of Deep Space Nine and Voyager he is probably best known for co-writing The Best of Both Worlds and the pilots of both Deep Space Nine and Voyager Emissary and Caretaker respectively but if you think about it that's a very important thing to be a co-writer of the pilots, the thing that sets it up, the thing that really well, this is the thing, it. and I, because you know, he I mean, is the one who got Star Trek popular, yeah, with um, the best of both worlds. Although I do find it does say in here, he was going to leave at the end of season three, and it was Gene Roddenberry played with him to keep him on because mm. he let. I love it. The whole story behind Best of Both Worlds is he did it. He wrote the story and thought, oh, don't worry, I don't need to write the end of this. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> So you thought, I'll leave them in the most impossible position ever. I won't have to deal with it. Jim <laughs> Russell spoke to him went, no, I've got to keep you on. It's going to get brilliant. St- stick around. Mm. And then he'd sign him for another And, well, well, this and the... he had to, <laughs> just deal with solve his own problem. Yeah. Well, this, this, this is, this is um, what's great about what Michael Pillar did. He was he was one largely responsible for the direction Next Gen took. From season three, he took over. Pillar filler. Yeah. Mm. And he was the one who wanted to do more character-focused driven episodes. Yeah. And that's where Next Gen took off. So really, it's partly large thanks to him. He's another guy that had really interesting background. Oh, you talk about his early life? Yeah, how he got into it. It's a mm. really interesting thing. Um, graduate of University of North Carolina, uh, began his career as a new produ- produ- producer for CBS News in New York. He later produced news programs in North Carolina and Chicago and won two Emmy Awards for news journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to the LA in the late 1970s, became a censor in the CBS docudrama unit and then started doing creative writing. Began Oh, in the um, 1980s. So he's someone who's dabbled in quite so a lot. So he's done mm. loads of mm. bits, and it's just incredible just what he's achieved. And then he got on to Star Trek, and then... Well, this is this is the other thing as well, particularly writing those pilots for DS9 and Voyager. I mean, that set the, that set the tone. 
And I've always thought the pilots were absolutely amazing, particularly with Emerson. I mean, the amount of stuff that Michael Pillar, what he wrote, has set up, that a lot, there's a lot of foreshadowing, which I don't know if at the time was intentional, but there's so much stuff in, in Emissary that's picked up later on. It's, it's incredible. It really is amazing. I mean, it, sometimes it's who you know, but he had a long-term friend, um, Morris Hurley, uh, who called upon him to script a few episodes for the Star Trek Next Generation. Perfect. Um... He got an Emmy Award in 1994 for Next Generation for Outstanding Drama Series. Hugo Award for um, Insurrection in 99 for Best Dramatic Present Presentation. A Gene Rossery Award um, at Fantastic Con Science Fiction Convention um, in 2000 for Star Trek Next Generation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. I found it interesting about his bibliography, about his um, autobiography. Yeah. Um, writing a book for about writing the Star Trek interaction entitled "Fade In from My Dear to Draft." The manuscript was completed, but before he died, it it could. could but he died for it, it could be published. published. Yeah. Um, but Paramount and the Pillar family didn't want wanted to be kept private. Um. And then, interesting. And then, it, oddly enough, it got the go ahead from the studio. Um, and then they said, "We can't let the public know what we do here, what goes on behind the scenes." It's a bit in interesting. And then, by a mishap, Trek Core released. Oh, in two thousand and ten. Yeah. Yeah. So says, she might release it in yeah. future. So yeah. it says it's never been fully suppressed since, but Sandra Pillow furthermore revealed that she was looking into possibly having the work yet published. Well, and this is the other thing as well. I mean, you know, I said, and what I actually love is actually the point I brought up. It, it says here about when he became executive producer of the series, his tenure is known for its character development rather than for the exploiting sci-fi gadgetry of the future. Did you read what his favourite episodes were for Jamie? Yes, I did. Um, did you find that interesting? Did you kind of... I, I imagine you agree with all oh, of them. God, yeah. In, in the Inner Light, The Measure of a Man and The Offspring. Yeah, Measure when of a Man. When I read that earlier, I just thought, yeah. Measure of a Man is, is, is very... I mean, there's also a bit here that he also worked with his son later on. So in 2002, oh, really? um, he co-developed with his son, Sean, uh, a television series based upon the Stephen King novel, The Dead Zone, oh. which, was, which the series featured DS9's um, uh, Nicola Dubois, sorry, TNG's first star, and TNG's first star, David Ogan. Ogan. He also, in um, early 2005, created... David Ognestiers, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, some of these names are hard to pronounce, to mm. be fair. Um, in early 2005, he created and produced a new TV series, the family drama Wildfire, which starred DS9's Nana Visitor. Um, so about that is? Mm. Working with... Um, so he obviously liked his actors. Because those are minor ones, but I think one yeah, thing think... that was a major one was his sci-fi western series, Legend. Well, I think when it, when yeah. it comes to when you work when a producer or director works with a certain actor and actor they get to know them they they get to know how how they are they're in the workings of an actor so if they're good and they can and and if they fit the part there they tend to write for them as well yeah they, they they can why not use them again we've got an awful lot for Michael for to be thankful for Michael Pillar for yeah that, that yeah makes yeah. sense it's fine they did get there in there yeah so I, I just it was just one of those ones it's like we can't, I can't not put this 
name up and I think because the other ones are pretty short that was one way you kind of you had to spend some time on because he's done a lot hasn't it's he? just he's done a lot we wouldn't have Star Trek the way it is today without him no because he was responsible <clears throat> for the golden age of Star Trek he really was during no. the late yeah. 90s he really was and as I said that's why as I said due to him partly the next to him got so much better because hmm. you know it was more character driven episodes hence the reason why Gene Roddenberry begged to have him stay on board good call he on that he knew what he was doing he mm -hmm. really did um third one uh, yeah, yeah Caroline this is when we get onto one of the um the two ladies that I've put up this year yeah, so Denise Lynn Roberts who's a name that you probably this is one I was referring to later I think I won't mix up with yours and she's the one that you'd you, you'd recognise if you saw her but sit there and go oh it's that woman yeah she's, she's a stunt woman she's been she? a stunt she's a stunt woman stunt actress who's performed stunts in Next Gen DS9 Voyager and Insurrection um, regular stunt double for Nana Visitor mm -hmm. um, actress in Next Gen and appeared in um, Underscore Country yep she was also a Cardassian civilian in a DS9 episode Dogs of War what I found interesting is five of um, her costumes as stunt double for Nana Visitor were sold off on the it's a wrap sale and auction on eBay so mm. she must so that's a big thing yeah. if you end up some of your costumes being sold that's a pretty big but you have you seen the pictures Jamie uh, I did see them briefly but yes. I wouldn't mind having her so yeah. she's really familiar you look at oh, it and yeah. go she's um, yes, yeah. basically Ansata terrorist in TNG episode The High Ground but she's just one of those names she's like oh of course that's oh mm. I know who that is now so we'll look back and go oh that's that's Denise Roberts and oh. most of these we won't know we, most of these things and even with the next lady we probably won't know the series they're referring to, but she's done an incredible thing. She was born in fifth uh, July nineteen sixty one, and really passed away. Unfortunately, so young, twenty second of March two thousand three, age forty one. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but for someone who's who was only alive for you know for forty years, she did an incredible amount of stuff. Mm. It's a real testament. She also um, she was also a crew member called Patty in TNG as well. She played a recurring crew member as well. I don't know if, it's, if there's a picture of, of, of I don't think there is one of, of that I'm not entirely sure is there a picture oh uh, well there is on gravity yeah. you probably didn't realise it oh okay it's the same name no that must be, that must be yeah that's, I think that's probably what I'm referring to then and oddly enough it does refer to what we were talking about before well she did do what, something we were talking about before we did the episode Mm. She also appeared in Titanic. Oh. Who stars David Warner. And wow. this is a name you probably won't recognise. Who also appeared in the film. What, Titanic? Um, you, um, Spice Williams Crosby? No, another okay. lady. Pretty uh, famous one in. Okay. Let me look. see. Have a look. Because you'll know it. That's right. Uh, that name. Tricia O'Neill. Mm. Do you know the name? I feel like I should do. No, you should do. You might have to jog off, and you're gonna to have to jog my memory. So I'm gonna kick myself. Captain Gara. Oh. Really? Mm. Oh wow! But she's done so many things. Um, I've done Tracy takes on as well. Two days in the valley. That is absolutely amazing. I never Meadows knew that. Meadows mind. 
lots, Final of, assault, lots of things we don't in know. But she's and, done so yeah. many incredible things. But we're not in the, we're not in the US, so we mm. we're not familiar with these shows. But I just thought for the amount of work she's done, she's still worth doing. We may be a bit blind to it mm. all, but I just thought, oh, sometimes you just gotta take a bit of risk and sometimes we've got to go out of our comfort zone so mm. We, mm. I think for the last few years I have kept it to things we we know about but like you say to have something of your of yours sold off on a, on an eBay on, an, on it's a warp on an auction house is that's a credit anyway isn't it mm. just in terms of Star Trek it's kind of she's done, spent her time the amount of pictures that she's got in there she's got what 10 pictures mm. and that's just a summary because I think amount of stuff like here's what she some of it Hollow Pursuit Sarek Transfigurations Family Data's Day Galaxy's Child Dense Degree The Host Mind's Eye In Theory Redemption Ensign Row Disaster Power Play a lot of film um, episodes. Like season three, four, even five. Four, that's fourteen from next year. And I haven't got anything else. Is this um, is this for her stunts or her appearances? It's well, it just says reappearing, reoccurring appearance. Yeah, so, so probably I reckon that just in the background, the yeah, both, yeah. yeah. And then you've also got the ones that are in the pictures, but there must be numerous for the other ones. Mm. But at least in the pictures, there's wrong or darker than death or night. Take me out to the hollow suite, convent, tackling into the wind, gravity, just incredible. Yeah, there's loads. Take me out to the hollow suite. What if she was one of the? Um... Uh, she was, I think, a stunt double for Nana Visitor. That's what, oh, okay. That's what she mostly did during next um, Deep Space Nine, but it's. Dogs of War, she was a Cardassian uh, civilian. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. But just incredible. Again, it's uh, probably someone else. If you look close enough, you'll probably have to find her. That's what I mean. Yeah. You have to rewatch all these episodes yeah. just to see if you can spot them. But, but then you, you, you rewatch it with a bit more. What's the word I'm trying to think of? A, awareness? Bit, awareness or understand, a bit more I'm gratitude. Just, I'm trying to think of the right word. But you. It always gives you a bit more of a picture. So mm. I'm always trying to do, and it's people that you might notice in the future and go, oh, that's that's so and so. Never re- never realised that was that was her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's one of them. And I, I say it, it was like I saw the pictures and went, just oh, that that's that's cool. That's because again, you look at those pictures and go, yeah, that's a face I've seen a fair few times. Let's actually put a name to the face now. We've got the. Well, it makes sense because every time you watch those episodes, and when you ring, when you watch them back, even if one of us doesn't recognise it, it's someone here, someone else will. There are pages on Wikipedia or Memory Alpha where they don't know who the actor is, so it's quite nice to put a name to a face Mm. that we can actually go, "Yep, she did so and so." It's it's a way of associating them with what we've seen. It's another reason why we do these sort of these episodes because if you think about. I'm not going to say Richard, <laughs> Michael Pillar. You, you'll now appreciate when you watch Insurrection, when you watch familiar, Next Generation, when you watch that, them, that you won't appreciate know. It's three that you probably won't know, and one that you will know. Mm. But then you can watch. You can watch those episodes back and think, do you know what? Actually, I realise you were nominated for two awards. I realise you did this. I realise you did that. You know, and it, it sort of adds to it, doesn't it? But she was part of the furniture on mm. all those shows, doing all these stunts. She was there all the time. She probably met the actors more times than the producer did. Well, if you look probably at some of the fair. credits and you look at some of the people she ran into, like let me show you a few examples. So, Menno's Mind. She ended up with Michael Dorn, Robert Robert Picardo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Who else have we got? There's a few. Uh... Oh, um, in two days in the Valley, 1996, with Terry Hatcher, uh, Louise Fletcher. Well, Terry Hatcher turned up in um, Next Gen. Uh, the Outrageous Sakona. That would be it. And he's just that they're going, that's quite cool. Mm. There are a few yeah. Star Trek um, links and, in And there. Louise Fletcher, that would be, because you wouldn't know for that. Kai Wynn. Kai Wynn or Venet Quinn, the character in Deep Space Nine. Oh, cool. Okay. And then David Warner was... Um, was um brilliant actress character you wouldn't be <laughs> good standard but he played the part brilliantly well so oh <clears throat> david was chancellor gorkon yeah and he also played the kardashian in uh chain of command yeah got go around yeah go on top of my head for some yeah. reason. good old jamie with his knowledge of, of episodes <laughs> but it's just someone that you just going we should know this woman we should be more about so I, I want to do that but I just love the amount of links that she's got mm. in the shows that she did before and after she did Star Trek in what, yeah. whatever form she did it in it's just sad that all these names have all, most like, died passed away too soon passed yeah. away. I mean 41 that's, the, that's I mean, the, just, just yeah. think how much more she could have done she'd live longer but mm. even even just of itself of what she achieved it's incredible not very much so it was just someone that was like yeah let's, let's talk about her She's that's just incredible last one is Carol Ann Barry and she stood out to me because she appeared in the original series and in Star Trek Next Generation oh yeah she did indeed yes so that was just an, an instant oh wow she was in the arena no I'm originally here, here but I couldn't remember exactly what what part but actually Simon's just showing me a picture of couple of pictures of both well, of the episodes can someone say something because I can't say anything at the moment because Jamie's got my yeah page. sorry uh, yeah, well, anyway. I'll, I'll, I'll attempt to read it again this time shall I so <laughs> go for it Phil Carolyn got that first name right yep uh, H. Barry um, was born 20th July uh, 1943 um, and unfortunately passed away on the 12th of June uh, 16th to, uh, the 16th of June 2015 aged uh, 71 uh, her birth name was uh, Carol uh, Stupler. Yeah. Um, so presumably she got married, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, wow. it, didn't say, it didn't say maiden name, it said birth name. Mm. So she might have changed it because it was Carol. Stage name. Yeah, it's true. Stage yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, she was an actress, dancer, acting coach, costume director, and former singer who worked under the name Carol Shalin, uh, as I said, a Metron on 1967 original series episode Arena. So and it's got to be an actor's stage name, yeah. Yeah, and a female uh, engineer in TNG episode. I'm sure, yeah. Not a big part, but I just thought that's quite a cool link to have someone from the original series and next gen. Again, seen both episodes numerous times, never even computed to me. Yeah. But again, this is part of it. Again, it's kind of bringing them to the forefront and knowledging. Again, it, these shows we don't know anything about, but I thought it was quite incredible that. Um, um, oh, I'll just end it by saying um, she's filmed her scene for Arena on Thursday, 10th of November 1966 at Vasca's Rocks. Just a bit nice tidbit. Barry was a former regular on the popular TV variety show Shindig as the girl with the horn rim glasses, which I just think is an incredible name. <laughs> um, and in 1965, she also released a song titled yeah, like the Boys Do song. Make Passes at Girls Who Wear Glasses, which is just such a weird, weird thing, name, but it's yeah. such a cool thing to kind of say, yep, she did all this and she put a song out. Yeah. It's just like, how and cool also, is that? kind of, you know, yeah. And I think um, it's a standout name, isn't it? Yeah. You think it there's a lot of meaning behind. It. If you re, re re say that, 
Boys do make passes at girls who wear glasses. She it's also random. um she was also to guest spots and shows. Um let's, let's just completely miss over the reoccurring character bit. Oh no, I was gonna let someone else I was gonna let someone else read that. I was just I just said it just came out to me. But we can go for that bit first if you want, so that's fine. Go where you want, Jeremy. Um she did guest spots and TV shows like Mr. Novak nineteen sixty five. Uh, Julia 1970 with Paul Winfield and Denise Crosby's brother Gary Crosby yeah I didn't mention that because that was a bit too random I, I just went for mm. Star Trek Illuminati no it's just the point. fact that it said it was just those connections kind of into Star Trek which was um, just interesting what was it you were sorry you were going to say she had a re- recurring character role as Fanny in the television western comedy Here Comes the Brides starring Mark Leonard with Majel Barrett mm. Um, so more notable Star Trek um, stars the Bob Hart, Bob Newhart show in 1978 Out of Sight 1966 with Robert Pine and uh, original series guest Maggie Threat I don't know what she was in though uh, and she co-wrote and starred in the horror film Dark August in 1976 she was also a secret agent uh, spoof Out of Sight um, which was a 1966 film with a Star Trek Enterprise guest, yeah. Robert Pine. Yeah, sorry, already said that. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. I just said that a minute ago. Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> just go down to the last few mm-hmm. and do them. Yeah, I haven't got we're, not, we're on a repeating time loop. Um, yeah, that's I fine. I want to that's mention fine. that one. That's quite a famous one. What, Destiny? The Dynasty? Dynasty. Dynasty. With? Uh, Joan Collins. Hmm. Oh, oh, I never knew that. Because oh, yeah. Joan Collins appeared in the City of Nature Forever. Yeah. Mm. And lastly, Santa Barbara in nineteen eighty seven, but there's no one from Star Trek in that. But I just thought it's such a such an interesting thing to have someone from the first two series in there in such a cool way because Arena's such an iconic episode mm. that you sit there going, Oh, look, it's Miss Mr. Ron's. Mm. But now you can put a name to the face of that one as well. Now you can go, oh, that's that's Carol Ann Barry. I know who she is. I know what she's done now. Mm. Or Carol, as you want, prefer to be called. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's and the fact is, I said, going back, probably watching for Arena at some point and Home Saw, I'll actually be able to go, that's her. As mm. you say, is that is that knowing who that is it's nice when you've got the actors as well I know the, the, the people behind the scenes are brilliant but we can actually see the actors on screen yeah. it's like I mean I it's, and it's you know it's for anyone whether, whether they've passed one. I mean I, I watched um, got too off topic but um, someone I know from a TV series called The Mentalist a crime, crime show that I've watched but he, he an actor that I recognised one of the episodes he was also in an episode of Next Gen and it was the, exactly the same guy. I never even realised it. See, I love it when you see actors, especially if you go back and watch things that are quite old now, and you see actors that are famous now in their early roles and you would never have noticed them. Mm. I mean, I saw a couple of in-betweeners actors in a few films that... I, don't, I mean, I saw the, the one of the girls that... I don't know if you've seen in-betweeners at all or anything uh, like that. Yes, have seen it. One of the girls that the, the Simon likes, um, she was in a Doc Martin. Okay. She had a couple of episodes in there, which is a bit just that was ex that was like took fifteen hmm. years ago, and you wouldn't have known it. Well, no, maybe not as long as that. It's just that kind of nice surprise you get when you do recognise. Yeah. Like we've said with Colin Barry, just that kind of oh my god, you know, she was in this, but like twenty years later, she was in that. Yeah, it's a show I enjoy doing every year, just kind of shining a light on all those names because every year we really do not touch the surface. You look at the number of names on there, mm. and 
it's a really it's a nice episode to do but the production for it's really quite an odd thing I've, I've said to the boys it's such a weird thing to try and do and hopefully as I both so it's, 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 it. it's to pick out people that you want to talk about even though you want to talk about everyone it's all about it's difficult to pick I said I'm going to have my work cut out for me next year because particularly with Deep Space Nine there's going to be some really really good ones and mm. a lot of people have done a lot of stuff who as I said who haven't had that spotlight shined on them as much but it's so. the weird thing so many on there and you just we've just grazed the surface every year just mm. doing four at least we've done in the last few years we've at least done about but we've like, done about yeah. 16 people that people haven't heard of exactly but that, that's that's the important thing though is to pick someone that people haven't heard of it's sort of very easy to go oh look at that famous actor but actually I prefer to learn about people I haven't yeah. that, that have given me a lot of enjoyment and, and I think, things I wouldn't have seen and I think we've kind of I think we've said this before it's a, it's a lot of mainly the production Mm. Um, side of it, like that, that yeah, where the real work happens because the, the actors scenes. do what they do and they go away. Then, then you've got but the hard because, work. Yeah, because you've got the production crew who are mainly behind the scenes, particularly those who who don't do interviews on TV, like producers, directors. They're they're just there in the background. They mm. don't. They're not really seen. So it's I good just that wanted a nice portion yeah. of men, women, production actors cover all sides of it so mm. that everyone gets their. Spotlight. Well, I think you've really chosen really well this and year. I think, and they say like. I say next. Say we'll go into this. I think in the yearbook a bit more, hmm. but I think it'll be interesting to see what you guys come up with in the next few years. Who who you guys come up from that huge list that are on there? Because I've got my own list that I I come up with every year. Hmm. Painstakingly go through it. And you've actually, added yeah. to it as well, haven't you? And you have to kind of go, no, oh, that name. Oh, go for that. Hmm. And you guys are going to have to do the same. Hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how different all our lists are why well, I don't I say I don't have a list I don't have a kind of oh next year we'll do so and so yeah it's every year because it changes it it gets updated every year mm. that well I'll put go behind scenes a bit I have to go onto the list and check out every name possible and see you sift through them don't you and see who's who's it's there it's horrible to say but who's of interest who would who would who yeah. would like to do it's, this that, year. that's why you say it's that's a weird it's thing horrible. to do it's, it's, a, it's weird a weird thing to, thing to do yeah but I, I like doing it every year that's why it's an annual show because I think something we, we need to do there's too many people that don't who are forgotten and should be remembered for who they adding are what they've to done. this yeah. show yeah. all the shows because you wouldn't have, in finish you wouldn't have had half the enjoyment I mean look at the, the, the set designer and, and, and writer that written pilots if it, if it weren't for the fact he wrote those pilots you wouldn't have had the, the, the series I mean you know? what's interesting with Michael Pinner particularly if you're referring to Caretaker is I mean I don't know how much involved me had after Caretaker but what Voyager what it showed could have been what Voyager should have been like I mean I won't go too much into a tangent mm. with that but it's that, it's that, it, it was that promising beginning then that Voyager had and I said it emissary it was a load of stuff that had been in the pilot that was picked up later on so little tidbits here and there that were picked up later on it's amazing yeah it, you know it's all part of teamwork all of them are part of the team part of the fabric of Star Trek so it's quite mm. nice to show them to everyone and go mm. look these people up mm. they've been in it go and go and have a look at that list and explore and yeah. see who yeah. are on there because I think you guys are going to get surprised you guys are going to go oh my god I've got to choose from these incredible people mm. and then it's actually Who trying to I pick choose? between them that's, that's the hardest thing mm. yeah. 
So. And then with the ratios that I've kind of we, we try and do every yeah. year, it does make life interesting. Mm. It's, it's just trying to keep people, as you say, you know, a couple of men, a couple of women, a couple of production actors and or actresses. Trying to keep a few yeah. current in there as well. Yeah. It's like, as as I said, they keep they take precedence over the, the archived ones. I I always like arch, archived ones, but I think the ones that have passed away this year need to take precedence mm. over. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. But it's it's just incredible. That's why Star Trek is such a fantastic franchise. There's so many clever, bright people involved with it. Who have put so much of their time and effort into and passion. Yeah, into making. Because said, and that's the thing. As you say, without every single one of those people who have who have contributed in some way, whether small or large, have helped the mm-hmm. franchise in whatever way. Have helped it to come alive and for it to endure until now. Mm. So, oh, very much so, very much so. Hmm. So that's kind of our, it's kind of our, that's kind of our, that's thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice wrap up for it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who I chose this year, just mm. partly. No, they were good choices. They were very good choices. Related. Because I'm something. I'm never going to forget that lady now, and obviously I'll see her on the screen as well. Mm. Yeah. So next year I'll be, yeah, well, so I'll be doing next year's. Yes, nine. Yeah, well, mainly DS9, but I'll probably, I'm not sure if I'll do all four on DS9. Again, it all depends, doesn't it? Depends who you find, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, so. Who no, knows? I, I do think it does. It, again, it's, it goes back to relating things <clears throat> to. But it what's also going help, it helps you not pick. That's the, the worst word. It's sorry, I was about to say pick the wheat from the child. That's the worst word to use. But it helps you sift through by saying, well, I need to do DS9. Yeah. And it's sort mm. of. You're then not but, saying, well, I'm not doing you. Cause I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but. There's no reason why we can't do it next year, but there's so many years in the future mm. that we can still do it. But there's no way we can possibly ever um, represent all those names. We're just trying to sh- represent them in the few that we do. But it's down to you guys to look those names up yourselves mm. and go, oh, yeah, those good people have done incredibly incredible work. Mm because there's so many out there but they've all done such incredible thing that's why it's so difficult every year but as I said I'll certainly, I'll certainly have my work cut out for me next year but the sun come looking forward to uh, to getting stuck yeah, into it exactly. so, yeah. good, it's good. something I enjoy every mm. year I love looking up the names and going look up these names guys mm. I say every year I do get a bit excited and go hey look up the, look at this person I've sent you look at who we're doing this mm. year and you guys go yeah that's that's quite cool. Like I said, the, the stunt woman, just you know, in there in the whole way mm. in the background. That's so, what I mean. You're never going to miss her now, are you? So, so yeah, that's good. That's been another episode, friends, for another year. Yes, yep. indeed. Um, our next episode will be Star Trek Odds and Ends. Yes. Finishing off our quiz. Yeah. It should be interesting. The penultimate quiz. Yeah, and then obviously I'll be the yearbook yes. that'll be our final episode of the year as it always is <laughs> so as always we look forward to uh, listen, well, seeing you then or letting you listen to us then <laughs> probably letting you listen to us letting then, to us then, listen to then. <laughs> would it be a good opportunity to remind everyone where they can find us yep yeah. uh, they can go on our website uh, www.theengagepodcast.com they can also email us at theengagepodcast at yahoo.com that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Oh god, I thought I said it wrong there. And the handle on Twitter is T Engage Podcast. 
and Facebook, the Engage Podcast. Try to find us. There's a picture of us three. Can't miss us. And you can also check us out on our blog as well. And also check us out on uh, SoundCloud, which I know we don't push enough. Um, I know that's where you can get the downloads, but if you're a new listener, there's a whole about seventy-seven. About that. 77 episodes. So if you there's a load of stuff in the archive it's if you want to. 75. I think I did a bit for. I think. 75, 76. Yeah, 75, 76. Yeah. I, think this is, I think this is actually 76, thinking about it. So, yeah. Um, have a so by the time this goes out, there'll be 76. Um, so feel free to have a look through our. Yeah, but if you, want, if you want to listen to other abs, um, absent friends as well. Yeah, and all any other episodes. Well, we have. might have done a few playlists that actually do it in order because I know it's a bit hectic on there. So mm. you might want to check those out to make mm. life easier if you're going to listen back. Yeah, yeah. Just something and saying I need to talk to you guys about, but that you, you guys mm. don't need to know about yeah. that. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. As always, I've been Phil. I've been Jamie. I've been Simon. And yeah, we'll see Thank you. Thank you for listening. Yes, yeah, and we'll see, see you, you soon, soon, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.